live from Dallas. Live from Dallas, joined by co-host, uh, guest host, I should say, Mills Moran. Of course, co-host. Mills, welcome back to the pod. Nate the Big D. Freeman. Happy to be back in Texas. We are in the Big D. I, I think there's a lot to say about Dallas uh, when we get to it, but there's a lot. Uh, uh, we talk too much about Dallas. I will say I'm very happy to be ensconced in the mansion on Turtle Creek, a fine Rosewood hotel. It was uh, very nice to walk back in that bar again. Carlisle. Wonderful uh, bar. Wonderful yeah, bar. great I mean, bar. This great is room. a proper room that befits someone of my appetites and needs, I would say. No, I spent the day writing uh, at my usual perch at the Jewel. Very, very uh, enjoyable place to spend time as well. Yeah, that if you don't mind it smelling like a sewer in there, it's great. <laughs> I am at the Thompson this week. I've never stayed there I was before. there last time. It's yeah, kind of like the Jewel, but five yeah. years ago. I love how the three of us are in different hotels. I know. That's no, kind no. of amazing. I think it's it's safety, really. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a <matter laughs> of personal safety. Um, so we're back. Uh, let's see. What has happened in the world? A lot has happened. It's only been a week. We, we were on our way to the ADAA last time. Mm-hmm. The less said about that, the better. Pretty fucking boring. Z. Pretty lame and, uh, well, And also a couple of booths, you're like, oh my God, this is really terrible. Like, yeah. Really like strange Philadelphia galleries with like kind of minor American pictures. There are art fairs right now that are happening and one in this town included that you barely know any of the galleries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we there. love the Dallas art fair because we love Dallas, but there'll definitely be, I would say, a third to half of the galleries that we've never heard of, a different art world. Is this art there, as fall? I was once told, there are many art worlds yep. and they don't always worlds. all overlap and right. we're in a certain one. But I think part of that uh, is fair fatigue in general. Like, yeah. yeah. Galleries yeah. just don't want to do all the fairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, enough about that. Uh, I wanted to note a couple things before we got into the meat and potatoes Hit of things. Um, you know, there was a big, a lot of hubbubaloo about a fantastic, I would say a fantastic article in Vogue, in the Vogue publication online about Ivy Getty's wedding, which oh, sounded amazing. It, it, it sounded awesome in theory, but like, okay, if I were actually there, I don't think I'd be having that much fun. Like, like come on. This is so over the top. Barbarella themed, like pre-pre-party sounds okay like to me. Co- I don't like costume parties. You don't like a little fancy thematic dress weddings? Thing? You're not a thematic why wedding? Why can't it just be fancy wedding themed? Why can't well, you just I, go in your fucking tux? I think that was the meta theme, the overarching theme. <laughs> uh um, but a couple of things stood out to me. Uh, first of all, some great quotes from Hamish Bowles, who was obviously invited for a number of reasons. Um, most specifically, he is friends with uh, Anne Getty, who is Ivy's grandmother, a fantastic right. West Coast-based interior designer, one of the most important designers of the 20th century. Um, and it came up, and I didn't realize this. I'm sure this had been all over the press, and I missed it, that Hamish has been appointed only the third editor in the 40-year history of one of the most important, greatest magazines ever, World of World Interiors. Of interior. I think that yeah, when that news was announced, actually, a uh, uh, former colleague and, and, and friend of the pod, Corey Sika, wrote a story for New York Magazine uh, where he pled with Hamish not to ruin World of Interiors because it's a very distinct magazine. It has a very uh, uh, niche tone. It's not trying to reach the masses. It's it is what it is. I mean, it's really about design, not in the way that uh, an architectural digest is about design, where it's really just kind of celebrity profiles massed through what they live with and around by like the same five designers. Um and it's all kind of banal style, but like really idiosyncratic, incredible homes that have accrued mm-hmm. their patina over decades, like really special stuff. And I don't know Mr. Bowles. I mean, he's always seemed a bit campish in yeah. all the wrong ways Well, to Hamish me. and I were linking and building at the Met Gala party that I went to a few months back. And, you know, just, just two Condé boys chilling. 
And I, I, I asked him about it. And he was like, oh, I'm so psyched. It's going to be lit. Like, whatever. He didn't actually say that, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine that man saying lit, but thank you for the visual. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he seemed to know what he was doing. I mean, like, Anna is going to just, you know, uh, throw her weight around and, and just, like, sort of appoint her chosen people to be the EICs of different Conde mags uh, as those positions open up. And I think this is an opportunity for her to just spread her influence just further throughout the whole advanced publications uh, universe. Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I, I forgot that it was a co-publication of, uh, of, your, uh, of your dear Vanity Fair. Oh, yeah. So I won't get into it too much, but it is perhaps my favorite mass market. And, and even though it's a niche. It's so it's good. A, it's so a, good. It's a, you know, you don't and I, I, for one, I think Hamish is going to do amazing things. Okay. So. All right. Fingers crossed. If they want me to do a couple profiles, I'm available. Yeah, I'm <laughs> around. Um, I can't really write very well, but I think Nate can punch up my copy. Totally. Give Ben some assignments. That sounds, um, and just yeah. one last thing from this incredible Vogue.com kind of uh, slide slideshow was this quote from one of the multiple wedding planners i forget her name and i think all art advisors and other people in the art world could take this kind of attitude to heart i know that i do the quote is i don't do uh, excuse me i don't do storyboards or proposals or anything that formal i put clay on the wheel and spin love that love it love it um all right enough of that silliness uh on to people that actually put their put their money or their bodies where their mouths are uh one of the great one of my favorite days in new york underrated days in new york perhaps the greatest day drinking day in new york i'm not partaking anymore but i hope others were is marathon sunday nate yeah i can see the groan <sighs> i know you hate the notion of people engaging in any healthy I, activity. Any physical activities <laughs> okay it clogs up traffic in the city i was out of town i was i was on uh dan Cohen's farm watching rockets get launched also very Cool. Oh, we should, cool. we should we should we should discuss yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. that, that was awesome. Um, no, I mean, obviously, New York City Marathon is amazing. My sister ran a half marathon. Super happy for her. Shout out to Carolyn. I ran the uh, Chicago Marathon. Yeah, I am no longer nineteen ninety seven. Wow. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven at the Chicago. <laughs> I, must, I didn't know that. I, did. <laughs> I didn't um, know we had a marathon the, expert in her. I, well, that's and, what, forty years ago at this point. I think the best thing that came out of it was Vito Schnabel's insane time. Yeah, he, I think he I think he beat his personal best, which was the last marathon that was run in twenty nineteen. It was three yeah, hours, three hours, that's very and competitive six minutes. Level. That is yeah. a very very fast amateur time, bro. That's yeah, incredible. I know, Vito, for a dude who wasn't born on the continent of Africa, that is incredibly <laughs> fast. Definitely got the Boston qualifier there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and like, he looked ripped. A lot of great, a lot of great, a lot of great yeah. comments on the Instagram. Oh man, uh, that 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 really was the highlight of all marathon related yeah. content. Yeah, I mean, Vito's crushing it. I do want to give a special shout out to Sarah Kruger, who's uh, I think the senior specialist at Phillips in the photography department, and often takes a lot of the day sales in contemporary art uh, as an auctioneer. And uh, she a very respectable four hours thirty not bad at all. minutes. Not great, at all. yeah. But Nate, tell us about what was going on up at Dan Colon's farm. Well, um, so uh, the I know it's not in the notes. It's just a fucking. We're just we're just going with it. <laughs> well, they were they were launching some notes. rockets, you know, which which is which is very very cool. Uh, David Roy, who's an artist who uh, shows with Fifty Six Henry, uh, Ellie Rhines's uh, incomparable art concern. Uh, he part of his practice is designing these rockets and. Uh, like model rockets, yeah, but yeah. bigger, and yeah, but bigger. They're they're large. They're like four feet tall or something. And to activate them, he launches them up in the air. And so what happened was the first one got launched around like eleven thirty, eleven forty five, um, and it actually ended up falling back to earth, plummeting back to earth, which wasn't supposed to happen. The parachute was supposed to open up, and it was supposed to gently. Did you have to run for the hills? 
<laughs> so full disclosure, I actually missed this lunch okay. because I got, early I got there. Freeman. No, hey, I, we were staying. It's Sunday. We had a lot to do that morning. We were staying upstate, only forty five minutes away. We got there a little late because Ellie said they would be launching multiple rockets. But what happened was when the parachute didn't go out, it ended up crash landing in a neighboring farm. Oh my god! And they had to go oh find god. it. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Um, but the rocket was pretty, pretty, pretty banged up. Yes, pretty banged up. <laughs> and so Ellie was like, "We're not going to launch anymore, just because like we don't know this parachute thing's going to work. It could hurt somebody." Again, thankfully everyone's okay. So um, you know, Tully Dugan, uh, you know, shout out to Tully. He just went out to the local pizza place and bought like twenty pizzas and a bunch of beer, and we just hung out. Well, you know, I was thinking about driving up with the sun just for this rocket launch. On hearing it was only a single rocket, I'm kind of glad I didn't. It was supposed to be, but I thought like a seven year old boy would. This is the kind of art he would really be all about. And I saw some video that thing shot up like I don't know a half mile in the sky. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. I did in the back of my head think, what if it comes straight down? Am I going to kill my son to try and take it to this crazy <laughs> art? <laughs> yeah. um, wasn't that far from the truth. Uh, something else you and I were rapping about uh, over the weekend, Nate, was uh, was Barry Diller's incredible so Instagram sick. account, which we're not going to blow up with the handle of, um, but really, really special. Um, it's so great. Also, if you like dig through the comments, you'll find like other like underfollowed celebrities like Jan Wenner and like you know stuff like that. It's like it's great. It's a great a subset gold of the internet. It's like I mean, he's just like a dad. It's like old dad Instagram. Lots of pictures of the dog. Lots mm-hmm. of doubles, like the same shot, kind of posted twice. I mean, the um, cool thing about Barry Diller is that Barry Diller does not give a fuck. He's so so open about shit. He will give the most like outrageous like quote where he really just speaks his mind and shit talks every. Everyone because he's he's won so many times over. Yeah, and the great thing is, you know, as opposed to these kind of like fake rich people or kind mm-hmm. of influencers who like have to post the perfect shot of them on the yacht, there's just lots of incidental indicators of really vast wealth that appear in the background that yeah, you really need amazing. to hunt for. Right. But it's never like the main mm-hmm. thing. Right. It's like here's a picture of my dog. Else. Oh, and this is a massive yacht that's dog is on. Yeah, yeah. Um, a really bravo to you, Barry. It made me like actually want to like meet him and hang out with him. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we are in Dallas. Um, oh no, I'm getting that chocolate. Um, I uh, I was lucky enough to sit next to uh, Bill Powers on the flight. I was a in friend uh, of the pod as in, we established last week. I was in two A. He was in two B. Uh, so oh, that was nice. Were you? Hey, I was in Economy Comfort or Delta Comfort, which I'm not sure what that means. I think I got like free snacks or something. Yeah. Shit. Look at you go. Yeah. No real sightings on the plane. In fact, it was like half empty. That uh, my flight was very full, and that was the only other person. I'm usually a, a New York United boy, but like mm-hmm. quick trip, wanted to just zip from the Upper East Side. I kind of think LaGuardia. this is going to be a very different Dallas week. Yeah, just, just well, two by two. A couple weeks ago, you're not going to get a lot of out of towners. I'm planning on some serious gym time, personally. Um, so, <laughs> Nate, did you uh, last night? What'd you do? Last night, um, well, my my lovely wife had a girls only birthday party, which was fun. I mean, it was fun. I, I think it was fun. I wasn't there. There was a lot of social media. There might not be <laughs> any boys, but there's plenty of pictures on the internet. Mm-hmm. What'd you do uh, immediately before or while that was going on? While that was going on, I was at Christie's. For... What up, Rockefeller Center? Yeah, back to the auction grind. Uh, it was kind of a disaster of a sale, but it was it was nice to go back to the. It the, looked the, good the, on paper. If you didn't know what to look right. for, it seemed like a successful. I mean, like sale. I read like my brilliant ex colleague Katya's report today, and like not only it was very chock full of some juicy details that I didn't even have, but it was very positive. And her and like you know, at first I was like Katya, like why are you just you know like spinning this, and then I realized like you know what everything she's saying is true. It was not a disaster of a sale. You know, I think that 
like it just kind of seemed like some of the things that were supposed to go for really big just didn't. You know? Yeah, I mean, it also so showed as a, as our deep throated uh, uh, group text friend said a certain bifurcation of the market between the very red hot younger things mm-hmm. and then the kind of the more established names that had been highly desirable over the past yeah. decade or so. Um, you know, in terms of things that I mean, it sold. I mean, first of all, we should say it was a white glove sale, meaning every lot sold. But there was definitely a bunch of stuff that sold to the guarantor. Oh, I, th- yeah. I think in a couple of cases it might have been to the house guarantor, although that certainly can't be proven. And that means my guess is that this was a money losing affair mm-hmm. for Monsieur Pinot. I think Mr. Pinot, yeah, he. I, I think he ate some shit there, you know. But um, it my happens. guess is he has a really nice, very large scale Jean Michel Basquiat <laughs> to hang in his I, private. I foundation. got a really small violin that I play. <laughs> yeah, um, the Guilt of Gold Teeth. It sold uh, all suspicious, uh, somewhat suspiciously. The all-in price of forty million dollars was exactly the low estimate, which makes me think that is perhaps around where the guarantee was. If they gave up, if the house gave up its mm-hmm. entire vig on the lot, we're gonna get into more of these kind of details with friend of the pod, Lock Kressler, early next week and also previewing Stay the Sotheby's that. but uh, that was interesting you know something we found uh, a friend of ours found Nate was it appeared, it appeared that the Jean-Michel Basquiat was owned by this guy Jose Maria Cano have you yeah. been able to establish the veracity of that claim it's, it's definitely true and he also and wrote, an wrote a really funny song about Basquiat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, I guess he was a really big Portuguese or Spanish Spanish pop star in the 80s. I mean, this guy fucks. Like, this guy fucking <laughs> rules. Like, come on. Like, this guy fucks. He wrote a song about Basquiat. And, and did ca- you notice what the album art, album art was for that song? It looked an awful like it was a portrait of the artist <laughs> as a plate picture by one Julian Schnabel. Exactly. Yeah. So the guy, the guy loves Schnabel. The guy loves Basquiat. He is like a Portuguese rock star or something. He fucks. He fucks. Um. Yeah. He's. That's one way of putting it. He seems bullshit. He's also an artist himself. It seems like he had engineered a couple sales at auction, perhaps, of his work uh, back in the day. Um. Anyway, big shout out to mm-hmm. a good friend of the pod. Uh, um, Rashid Johnson, who uh, very impressive gave another piece to charity which uh which was in the auction also and went for an incredible song. Friend of the pod Nicholas Party also. Also, you know. also. And I think this was smart Give by, it up for Nick. And there was also a charity lot as well. Oh yeah. And I think that's actually very smart because what that does, you're like, why are you giving this up? You don't get any tax advantage. That cock blocks any other pieces by the artist generally mm-hmm. from being in the same right. sale. Of course. Yep. So it's a way to clear the you know kind of clear that zone and keep any of the flippers from putting things publicly in the room. Totally. Which I think is a bright move. Right. I'm not sure if that was if that was part of a thought process, but it certainly worked out. I heard way. there were twenty 25 lines on that party. Point. Yeah, that well, doesn't surprise me. It was, which a, it was is a, a beautiful nuts. picture selling for about like three and a quarter million dollars all mm-hmm. in, 3.27, yep. uh, if my notes are right. Anyway, as I said, we're going to get into this nitty-gritty uh, in a bit more detail with Locke, and there's yeah. some great stuff coming up. So uh, just a shout-out, have to say, recommend, hard recommend, if you're if you're at, at Rockefeller Center for any future Christie sales, in popping by a friend of the uh, friend of the pod, uh, Ignacio Martos, Matos's new Matos, restaurant. Matos. Matos. Come on. Come Matos. On. Hey. He doesn't have a gallery on him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new restaurant. Restaurant where I had the uh, uh, a fantastic veal tonato. Really, really strong buy recommend from this. I know. From this of, of course, I've been already. <laughs> well, of course, you have. What's the name of the restaurant at One Rockefeller Center? I can't. Lodi. 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 The problem is just this for the, the 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 listeners. It closes at four p.m., which I didn't know, which so, is why I didn't get so my. So they Vitello don't have their liquor license. They right. don't have beer and wine. Mm-hmm. So they're only doing lunch service for now. Yeah, I'm oh. sure. It, it'll it'll happen. Very it's gonna soon. happen. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think they offered us a drink. 
they might have just received yeah. so oh, that's that, I mean, some moonshine. Can, I mean, I would like to, <laughs> I, I would like to for the next four years book out that entire restaurant for after the it's evening sale at Christie's. I it's think that would be amazing. a great oh, place so to chic. throw some little Nota Bene wrap up parties after the sale. The food is incredible. It's oh, per- the food um, is perfect there. Uh, I did go to Altro last week. Um, and uh, oh, you got you got that reservation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Mills. Very well. Um, uh, yeah, no, Ignacio hooked me up, but. Uh, what was cool was that we were at a great table downstairs in, in the pit there. Um, someone who had a slightly worse table than us was, um, you know, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, the, 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 making, the, making the reservation the way we did, you always get something a little bit more special. I know. And did, it, yeah, so did you see Ignacio there? You know what? I didn't see him there. I, I asked, and I guess he just like decided not to come in. Can we sure. go back to to Zoe Kravitz for a second? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. If you, hold if on, you don't mind. mind. <laughs> well, she was not with her uh, certain period her, her rumored, but not really rumored, uh, beau Channing Tatum. She was with a girlfriend. They seemed to be having a good time. They split a bottle of wine that I could see. Jesus, you know. you're on the ground. Field I did where the great eggs was, you know, and it's fucking Zoe Richard. Kravitz. Watch out, Nate's coming for your gig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of food, Mills, and one of the reasons we wanted to have you on, not just because you're one of our favorite people and you're here in Dallas, That's right. you are just back from a visit to one of Nate and I's favorite cities and a city you have a gallery in, yeah. Mexico City. What That's, was what was going on down there? You guys, open you know, give the show? us a lowdown. It's less of a visit for me now that I'm starting to get my bearings down there. Exactly, you are. You know, this is our part th- of the city. Exactly. So. This this is our third show that we um, that we're you know uh, hosting and in our permanent space. And Ebony Haynes curated the show. Oh, shout out she Ebony. was down there. Um, she's, amazing time. She's doing a lot of stuff right now. She's Ebony. doing a lot of stuff right she's now. She's got yeah. the you know Fifty Two Walker. Obviously, the show at yeah. Moran Moran in That's Mexico, right. and That's also right. she uh, is curating uh, a sector of. Um, uh, she told me, but I forgot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what? No one cares about the art anyway, guys. Anyway, Let's get to the important stuff. The where where stuff. did you eat, Mel? So, uh, first off, getting my getting my bearings, you know, I'm no longer staying at hotels. I'm no longer staying uh, at an Airbnb. We found a house. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Miggy Hood from oh, L.A. Yeah. Friend shout of the pod. Friend shout of, out Miggy Hood. Shout out to Miggy Big Hood. Friend, of, friend of everybody. Cool. Big friend of the pod. She's an awesome human. She knows everybody. And we, our paths crossed the first time I was in Mexico earlier this year. She's got a house down there that's nearish to Juarez. It's like Cuatemoc is what the neighborhood's called. It's got six bedrooms. They're all suites. And there's common areas like, you know, kitchen, dining room. There's a hot tub. There's, um, you know, work area, living room. And so we just took over the whole house with friends and um, artists and people that were down there. Um, we Amazing. stocked the fridge, you know. We, we did we did some beer runs, we did some wine runs, and um, you know, basically every night instead of going out to find a bar or try to find somewhere to go out late, we would just end up at the house. And Amazing. by the end of the week, we had more and more people coming through and coming through and coming through, and we just ended up having these house parties all week. They were amazing. Um, did you get your deposit back? Uh, well, there was one morning. I'll show you guys the pictures later. <laughs> I, think I saw that picture. <laughs> Mickey was knocking on the door. She had brought pastries from Rosetta. And I walked downstairs. Oh, that guava she, she had for, Yeah, the guava roll. She had forgotten her keys. And I walked, ran down to open the door for her. And I looked at the scene. There was some dude laying on the couch. <laughs> in, the fetal, in the fetal position. No, not Vorda. <laughs> and then the, there was 100 beers all over the dining table. I had gone to bed that night like at 1.30. And the natives went fucking restless. And <laughs> there were so many people in that house that I, that told me later in the week, I hey, I was at I, your house. I, I was at your house. I don't know if that's wow. a term we can use, actually. Really? I don't know. Yeah, you can. You're fine. <laughs> okay, all right. You're fine. All right. It's one of the... The the 
friends went, <laughs> went out of control. <laughs> but from a food standpoint, I made it a point to go to many different places this time mm-hmm. around. Um, yeah, all right. Let's I talk text, restaurants. I, I texted you guys that I'm not going to Conchamar, when I, and I heard yeah, the 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 you know the, the disturbing feelings from across the. I'm sorry. Fuck the Conchamar haters. You know how I feel about. Conchimar. No, I love Conchamar, but it's, I won't it's, it. it's everybody, every white person's favorite restaurant. You know in Mexico what? That's City. not fair. That's not fair. Okay, like, like, like. <laughs> you Look, will, everyone who lives in Mexico City goes there. I will qualify okay? that by saying they catered. Our, they catered pl- our dinner on Thursday. Right. Listen, it's one of the greatest yeah. restaurants in the world. But yeah, every everyone who lives in Mexico City that has a private plane just or just like, right. like the fish right. happens to look good on Instagram doesn't mean like it's like an Instagram restaurant. No, like for it's sure. the it's the legit. I mean, you'll see Eugenio there on a Friday. Exactly. So, the common man, for sure. So, okay. <laughs> no, no one's more Mexico City than Eugenio. Um, I love you, Eugenio. So, yeah, when Cipriani's, you know, when he's as sick as Cipriani's. Yeah, like, no. that's, yeah, that's right. So the first shout out goes to Mi Compachava, which is, this is my second time there. Okay, explain. Have you heard of it? I have not. It is hands down the best seafood restaurant of that ilk in Mexico City. Wow. Introduced to me by friend Daniel Dujur, who um, runs a brand called Total, Total Luxury Spa in LA. I think you guys might know him. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel and his buddy um, have been you know, working with the owners. Um, they've known the owners for years. There's a possibility that they're going to expand into the United States, into Los Angeles. Ooh. The, so what I do you s- get? I sent you pictures. I don't, I don't even order when I go. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Somebody best. else orders. And these crazy-ass dishes come out that are insane. There's this one refried bean taco that has like onions and I don't know what the fuck is in it, but it is one of the best fucking things I've ever done. The refried beans are crispy. It's, mm. it's shaped like a burrito, mm. but it's 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 incredible. Um, Expendio de Maiz is a taco omakase spot in Roma. Have you guys been there? No. Nope. So there's only four tables, um, and they just bring you food until you say no more food. And it's all tacos, and it's taco ah! omakase. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Ah! If you don't drink, you can be in and out of there for 20 bucks, and it's the best. Oh it is the best. That tacos. sounds amazing. It's the best tacos I've ever had. Um, Ellie's? You know, Ellie's. So you we know. had a big yeah. dinner at Ellie's Shout last week. Shout out to week. Front of the Pod, Ellie. Shout out to Front of the Pod, Ellie. We had a big dinner there the night before the opening. Uh, mm. We took the private room. It was like 14 of us. Um, always a solid room. place. We talked oh. about you, Is Nate. that the place that we went to? Mm-hmm. Oh. We went there, yeah. Uh, this was two years ago. Yeah. When we, had a, we were in the chef's Yeah, in the, in the, the, in the private table. chef's room. Great Just restaurant. Great. So, such a great... That space is that really special. That space is great, yeah. And the food is great all cocktails. fantastic. Great it's cocktails. like sort of Mediterranean-ish uh, Mexican cooking right. uh, as filtered through an American right. chef from I think Long Island. Yeah, I think that's right. Totally bizarre. Long Island. <laughs> uh, just, just really nowhere else in the world like it. I love that place. And then the night of the opening, we took over that little private room at Rosetta upstairs, mm. and we the did back room, the back room, the back yeah, room. That was the party. That preceded the crazy house party that I missed because I was asleep. Right, yeah. We, so was we called it the back room because back, back through a sick there. party there last uh, April that like we got like 30 people into, remember? Right, right. And the, I was like, Beck, what's up, man? I mean, 30 people in that room. Did you remember from the, me from that one night yeah. at Lucian? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's literally what I said. He's like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, man. So 30, th- an additional 30 people in that room is like 100 people in this room. It's so mm. small. The room is tiny. Shout out to Beck if you're oh, listening. How is the food at Rosetta? Because I've been a couple times. I didn't I, eat this time around. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I, don't I think it's it. fine. It's good. You're no. not going to have a bad meal, but you're not no, going to have an, exce- not bad, not not have an exceptional meal. meal. It's not like go to Mexico City. No. The room is great in the people, but to go to Mexico City and as far as pastries, I'd rather go to Lardo for the guava roll than the Rosetta guava Interesting. roll, which Ooh. I think is superior guava roll. I think I'm. I think I'm going to have to do a taste. <laughs> it's the same, I think it's the same owner. Yes, right? but it's a yeah. different guava roll. Mm. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, next pod live, you know, because an, an, an eating comparison, you know, in an auditory medium is always the way to go. Exactly. Um, that's definitely something we're going to have to do. Exactly. Um, did you, so the, one of my favorite restaurants that's non contemporary is uh, El Higanus, uh, which is a barbacoa restaurant. Uh, so barbacoa, it's only on the weekends because they actually cook most of the meat off-site, right. wrapped in banana leaves right. in the kind of hills outside Mexico City. Wow. It's only open Fridays and Saturdays, and it's kind of you make your own. Not really tacos, but you wrap everything up yeah, in, yeah, in tortillas, yeah, yeah. and and it's just like what, go, part of, what part of town is it? Uh, I don't remember, but we're going the next time oh, we're, we're going. in Mexico City. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite, and it's like very family. It's super fun oh, and chill great. and like. Spoiler relaxed. alert: We're going to Mexico City next year. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna be and you're gonna be there. <laughs> I am definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll slow reveal that on the pod. Um, and who else was down there? I know your brother Al was. Al was down there with Ebony. There, uh-huh. was, there was one artist from the show, uh, Raquel, who's great, and her her um, her partner Tom. Well, I saw I saw a couple of posts. It looks like a friend of the pod, although I'm I'm not sure if he's ever heard it, but a friend of I don't ours think he's and ever heard one of my a podcast. <laughs> no, probably not. Very active on the Twitter though, um, and Very. one of my favorite artists right now, Borna Samak. Um, so probably the fun hi- to hang out with. Highlight of the trip was hanging out with Borna for I a week. I, yeah, sure super I, jealous. I, the, the amount of stories. I can't tell are are endless, <laughs> but the ones I can tell are still just as good. Um, you know, we went to a salsa bar on a salsa salsa club, the Cartel Club, San Luis. I was gonna say, yeah. I know that. Like, that I should have said Cartel well. Club on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! What are they gonna cross the border yeah, exactly. and convert you? We're pretty um, close in Texas, man. <laughs> so dancing salsa with Borna was probably a highlight of the trip. <laughs> Um, tell life. me this video. Tell me this I'll, video. I have video. Yeah, I'll send it to you guys later. Um, little known fact about Borna: He is so. I'm, we're walking around town. We're, we're, you know, we're buying things. We're, we're doing this and that. His math conversions were like insanely fast for Whoa. for an artist. And I was like, holy fuck! So I was texting with him yesterday, and I was like, man, I was really impressed by your math conversions. He's like, I got a perfect score on my math SAT. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that he he um, he, cor- like he corrects his accountant. Genius? He corrects his accountant. Born is a secret math genius. <laughs> he's a secret he's math. He's Will his, Hunting. He's Rain Man. He's Will Hunting. Rain Man. Wow. He he's I mean, he's Will Hunting. He's Rain Man. This is gonna ruin I, his career. I was so impressed. I was yeah, so might impressed. have to take this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not taking that out. Yeah. So I mean, you know, wow. he's not a morning person. <laughs> Very yeah, much we, not a morning person. I think we know that. I mean, yeah, like, yeah he yeah. he he keeps a certain nocturnal he, sort of vibe about but him. But he is a sweetheart, man. Like hanging out I with know, him, he's, he's the, the sweetest guy. And we yeah. had we had many good many good days, many good nights, many good meals. And he was on board for everything. On Saturday night, we did that boat cruise that goes down the river, and yeah, there was yeah, a, there never was done a, that. There was a dinner. Um, which was incredible, and I was just like, I don't know if he's going to want to go. You know, he's not going to know everybody on there, but he he was great. And man, I even took him to the Formula One Grand Prix, the Mexican Grand Prix. On you the went weekend. to the Mexican Grand Prix. I went to the Mexican I've never Grand been to Prix. F one. Oh my race. god, what it was, was the like? best. It was the fucking How many, best. Really? You just it, watching it, the it cars go? Zero going? Americans so, there, you know, right? You know, full disclosure. I grew up around motorsports. My dad raced cars when 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 I was growing up. Um, when I was when I was a kid, he raced professionally for IMSA, which is a, a motorsports association. He raced Porsches. He raced. Um, he raced Le Mans in 93, you know, in a Courage Porsche. Um, so I just grew up around that stuff. So I'm, my brother and I have been following Formula One for years. So for us, it was cr- crazy exciting. We bought so much fucking merch. For, for that, for that. Oh, and then so we realized sick. that the conversions later, the hats were 150 bucks. I think I got like... Where was Borna during this part of I have, things? I have, I have, there was a picture I posted where he had two hats on. We bought him hats too. Wait, did he realize that those $300? No, he didn't, pay, he, didn't buy, he didn't buy a hat. He didn't buy a hat. Yeah, because he did the conversions. Like but these so suckers. Saturday's qualifying. So you go to you go to quality on Saturday. Uh, the line to get in was crazy. By Sunday, we figured out how to cut the line and just like <laughs> go through it. Um, Sunday was the race, and it was one of the most exciting sporting events I've ever been to. 
Wow. To be, you know, to be fair, it was great. Verstappen won the race. Hamilton came in second. Like there was a lot of drama. Um, yeah, it was fun. All Greek to me, man. Yeah, we're going. We're going <laughs> back next Greek year. To me. We're All going right. back next year. I'm in. Um, any other good Mexico stories? Food, Formula One. Was there uh, any art? What? <laughs> did, did you see, well, first of all, did, did you see any art other than your show? Did you hit any of the other galleries? Uh, I did not hit any galleries. I know Al did. I know Kiko Kostadinov, who's yeah, a yeah. London fashion designer. He went to see a lot of shows, and he took Borna with him. Was it, you were down with a guy that I'm supposed to get a tattoo from Dr. Someday. Wu. Was he Dr. with you guys? He was just... with us. He was part of our crew, staying at the house. Uh, super nice guy. Dr. Good. Wu. Is he actually a doctor? He is not a doctor. Okay. No. Yeah. He's like a, I, I he's like a celebrity uh, tattooist. I mean, he's so, Miley so, Cyrus. I mean, all sorts of like... Yeah. Oh, word. oh like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, funny yeah. ass story. We were at... We were at Mikompa, um, mm-hmm. which I think was the first lunch we had there, and there was a guy who had a, a forearm tattoo who was one of the servers, but it was a ripoff of his tattoo that someone else did on the guy. Wow. And then when you're with Wu, you always you always get the, oh, can I take a picture with you? Like, if you're walking down oh, the street, you always get the oh, picture. Oh, no, he's, he's, he's like, like no, he's like, he's, oh, yeah. Yeah, So yeah. the guy with the ripoff Wu tattoo that someone else did, and he, he Wu didn't want to say anything. He's like, I don't want to embarrass the guy. But then the guy came and said, look, look at my tattoo. Look at the tattoo. Wow. Can I take a picture with you? So then they'll take <laughs> a picture together at Mikompa. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Amazing. Now it's kind of authenticated. He can, he exactly. can, yeah. he can just tell people that's it. It's a real sweeper. will. Look, yeah. this picture's being will. Yeah, we're, we're talking like big four or five digit shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And you're gonna get one of those. You're gonna get a five digit tattoo. I'm saving. Let's see if I keep my okay. if I keep my present trajectory. Anything's possible. Yeah. Anything's possible. Um. All right. That sounds pretty fun. Uh, what about the actual Eurart show? I guess we should ask. Uh, what was it about? Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, Ebony's. You know, obviously one of the you know has a lot of momentum right now in the art oh, yeah. world and you know she i guess put together a work sh- a show that reflected on you know something you know about your identity projected onto you and, and sort of working with us working within a system that doesn't accept you or doesn't doesn't like mm-hmm. kind of look at what you're it, it's not you you're not part of it so right. but kind of project certain exactly uh, expectations exactly. or ideologies upon yeah. your body yeah so we had i mean there was an artist that I didn't know about before the show, um, a- Ambrose Rhapsody Murray. Do you guys know her? No, I don't not know really. her. I could not. If I had 10 more works, I would have sold all of them. Like, there was wow. so much interest in her work. And, um, you know, Hugh Hayden was in the show. Of course. Coyote, who we all did, love. Did, Hugh come, Hugh? did Hugh come with you? Who did not come? Hugh did not come, no. Um, LaKayla Brown, who you guys mm-hmm. probably know. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, of course. course. Yeah, great. It was, it was, yeah, I mean, it was great. And it was well put together. I'm sure the show show. was great. I think that it would have been fun to have all the artists in Mexico. Just that would have been amazing. Like, I yeah. love all of them. Like, like I, I'm close with all. Like, like well, you know, Liz, Laquila, and yeah. Hugh, and yeah. and and Kaide. But I think Borna just kind of Borna. Like, Borna just trumps it all. Was yeah, he, but he wasn't in the show. He was just <laughs> he wasn't down in the to, show. He yeah, down, <laughs> he was down there. He was just yeah. down to hang in clouds. It was I a field trip. It was Absolutely down there for the field trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about this week? Are you guys excited for anything? I'm gonna go. I don't know. We've already. I've already seen everything here. I just here two weeks. We just ago. saw here everything two weeks ago. You yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't been here in two and a half years, so I'm excited to you know go to DMA, go to Nasher. Oh, you should go see Betty Sar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Betty Sar is good for sure. Um, the Carpitas has an opening on Friday. I'm with, excited to see that. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be very good because it was um, curated by um, uh, by Pauline and Sadie Coles. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Sadie is is not here. Is not here. Right. Um, there's been some some. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to get anywhere from Europe. Um, but. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, you know, I'm giving a talk at the National oh, Saturday about that. morning. That's Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. What time? Come on, uh, 11 a.m. Oh shit, I'll miss it. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely not going to that. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving a tour of the 400. This wasn't for trip. you guys. This is for the listeners. Okay, yeah, yeah. but we would have been there to support. If, yeah. you, if you're a VIP, you can come see my tour of the 400 Record Street property. What time is that? Yeah, you should. I'm plug a VIP. If you if you you know about it, you got the invite. <laughs> I'm gonna plug your shit, dude. Put that shit on blast, man. Whatever. Um, I want as few people to show up as possible because like it's a very <laughs> special collection and it's really not for the masses. Yeah, that's that's fair. So uh, I guess the fair tomorrow. You know, there's that. Um, the, the fair opened today, by the way. That's how Dallas works. Oh, seriously? John Runyon was there. Right. You know, the DMA group was there. People just go in. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. That's... So you, you have to be ready yesterday so you could be there. That's, today. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, no, no. That, I, yeah, I, it I, is yeah. what it is, man. Glad I slept here. It is what it is. Mm, so, and, no, I mean, you know, I'm excited to be in Dallas. I'm excited to go to Double Wide, Grapevine, and, well, you so, know. So, friend of the pod, the Joe, Joe Cole, the last project he did while he was in Dallas is Tango Room. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Tango Room tonight. I'm going. Shout I went last night. Karma. The f- food is about as good as it gets in Dallas. I'm going again tonight. Great. It's actually really good. So I'm excited nice. for that. Nice. A new boat. Love um, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope they... I went just as it was kind of finishing construction right yep. before the pandemic, and I guess that was February. It's got this or Frenchette, even, no, Frenchette look. I was there I'm not going to say food. Not food. In March, look. In March okay. of 2020, and it was about to open. It looked to be an amazing space. I mean, Joe... Uh, he has taste and sophistication. Let's Look, see if the, we're, the we're team still, that was left over. We're uh, we're still talking Dallas. We're we're still talking lobster mac and cheese. You know, it's you know. I fuck with lobster, lobster little, mac. Little truffle oil. Up little in there. truffle oil up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, Welcome to America, <laughs> the heartland. The heartland. Truffle love, mac and cheese. I love with, Texas. Uh, I love real America. With, with like, Ubers that are pickup trucks. Yeah. But there's a new place that I want to try that Aaron Franklin collaborated with somebody that's. Huh. And I forget the name, but I'll get it to you guys after. It's an Aaron Franklin collaboration. It's an Asian Aaron Franklin collaboration. Love that. Love that. Don't know what any of those words mean, but I'm excited for it nonetheless. I think Fucking the I best awesome, pit master awesome in America. Barbecue, dude. Okay. I think we have, uh, we get a, we, we go see the Wilsons and check out the new hat. Yeah, let's crib go see Derek and, and Kristen. Uh, let's, let's turn this Derek, baby Kristen, off. Derek Kristen, we're coming. Oh, uh, everyone, we will be back next week with Law Kressler with all the nitty gritty gossip and details. It's about back time, baby. Crab dinner. Crab dinner. Crab dinner. Crab dinner. Crab dinner. Nota bene. Out. Out. Out.